Hello my people, my able listeners. How have you been? I'm really hoping you're doing great. I'm really hoping you're fine. Thank you very much for always creating time to listen to my podcast. Thank you for always trying to correct me, for always commenting, sharing, and for your support. It is never taken for granted. I'm really grateful to have you as my family, and I'm really happy that you are always here for me. Thank you very, very, very much. So yeah, welcome to the Voice of the Voiceless, where every person's opinion matters. We do not judge, we do not discriminate. We try to highlight problems of different groups of people in our societies and try finding solutions to their problems. If we cannot find a solution, at least we give them hope. Or we try to learn and get something new. Thank you. You're welcome and I am Chela. So thank you very much. Listen, learn and share. So you know today's segment, we will talk about family planning. We are just highlighting a story that has been going round and round in our news tables, in our news stations. For the past couple of days, we had the story of the Kakamega County adolescent girls who were subjected to family planning methods. That was an injectable method on their upper arm. And these girls were injected without the consent of their parents. Which brings me to a question. Are our parents consented to what we do? Are they supposed to give consent on what adolescent girls do to their bodies? Because I think they do, honestly. But you can give your opinions, you can comment, you can send an audio, or you can just text me anywhere messages you have my number whatsapp you have my number you can dm dm me on instagram you have my ig handle if you don't i'll share it my twitter anywhere anywhere just tell me what you think yeah so on that note let's do something small on family planning it is a kawaii topic so i'm just doing part one so one thing that i think needs to be understood is the fact that the concept of family planning is to reinforce people's rights to determine the number and spacing of their children. So if that is the main concept of family planning, how is a 12, 14, 15, 16 year old girl subjected to contraception yet they don't even have families? But I know people will start saying, oh, our girls are sexually active at the age of 9, at the age of 10, at a young age. It is okay, we understand, we know, it is here. But if we encourage these girls to become sexually active by subjecting them to contraceptives, are we helping them? We are not. Because contraception doesn't prevent HIV and AIDS. It does not prevent STIs, it does not prevent cervical cancer and other very terrible side effects, other terrible diseases, it does not. So, you know, we, we're not looking at the bigger picture, we're just looking at the immediate picture. And the immediate picture is, ah, I don't want them to get pregnant, which is fine, you don't want anyone to get pregnant, but is that even right? I think we just need to educate our young children that the best thing to do at a younger age is to avoid 
sexual scenes to avoid sexual immorality because eventually they'll get married they will have sex till they get tired <laughs> as in it is just not worth it honestly we need to educate them that chastity is the way to go and that being chaste is not bad it is the best thing actually it really really helps you a lot and it's just it's just the best thing to do at a young age honestly speaking because if we i'm just okay at a situation i don't even want to say anymore i'm just so heartbroken right now so yeah so you know today's topic let's talk about contraception what are the methods of family planning the contraceptive methods we have we have artificial methods and the natural methods the artificial methods are hormonal non hormonal and the natural methods are lactational amenorrhea method and fertility awareness method but since these things so wide i'll just take you through artificial methods specifically hormonal methods so in hormonal methods we have hormonal pills pills they come in different types we have combined oral contraceptives and progestin only pills those aren't the main topics the, uh, the main pills that you can get over the counter uh, through your gynecologist or anywhere then we have the injectables they are mainly progestin progestin only injectables and the main one that we get in our country are dipoprovera that is an injectable that is used for 3 months then we have implants implants the ones that these young girls from kakamega were injected with actually were not injectables they were implants because that young girl said she was told it prevents pregnancy for 3 years that was an implant one those are small rods that are inserted in under the skin on the upper arm of a woman's body and they are mainly for 4 years, 3 years and 5 years. So for 5 years we have Jadel. For 4 years we have Zarin and for 3 years we have Implanol. But what these people don't tell you is that this contraception does not does not prevent you from contracting some other diseases. These are the STIs and the HIV and AIDS. And apart from that, it has long-term side effects, very long-term ones by the way. And the most common long-term side effect is breast cancer. Birth control pill increases your chances to develop breast cancer, cellulitis of the upper arm, myocardial infarction, stroke, deep vein thrombosis, and embolism. They have so terrible side effects and they are long-term. So if a 12-year-old girl is exposed at a young age, So we will start nursing cervical cancer at a very young age as well. Imagine a 12-year-old girl starts having sex and because that girl is so small she doesn't even understand now she has contraception. She just knows she's okay she was she won't even get pregnant. And cervical cancer manifests 10 years later. So let's say by the time that girl is 22 years old, we'll start nursing a young person with cervical cancer and it's just so heartbreaking. In as much as it doesn't maybe make sense to some people i think it's just time we stood up as the young people we need to educate our young people we need to educate ourselves that having sex at a young age is not worth it it is not worth it 
Being on contraception at a young age is not worth it. Actually, being on contraception is not even worth it because the side effects that come with it are too much than the advantages that come with it. If you have it weigh the advantages and the disadvantages, you'll be surprised. The advantages are so little. The disadvantages are just too, too much. So in our next segment, we'll talk about non-hormonal methods and hopefully natural family planning. But on natural family planning, I'm not an expert, but eh, good news to my Apple listeners. I created a YouTube channel. <laughs> so in our YouTube channel, some time to come um, to Kiyomoka. So we will have an expert to take us through natural family planning. But I'll just take you to some Kidogo knowledge that I understand that I have on natural family planning. That was what I wanted to take you through today. It is not that deep. It is wide, actually very wide. I think it just needs even like a slide or something to sh- to take you through all these topics. Thank you very much for always listening and as always, sanitize, wear masks, maintain social distancing and wash your hands with running water and soap. Thank you very much. God bless you and I love you.